Hello ladies and ladies men, and just to let you know, you are currently listening to a podcast that has been downloaded over two bloody thousand times. Unreal scenes here in the Cardboard Box Studios, and this also means that we have moved to the top 105 in the history podcast charts in Hong Kong, which is nothing short of mental. (laughs) Yeah, suck that Joe Rogan, I didn't even see him in the charts. Before we start the last show of this incredible season, yes, you did hear me correctly, this will be the last show of season 2. However, we'll come back bigger, better and stronger for season 3. So in the meantime, between seasons, you could maybe go and listen to that Joe Rogan bloke. Ah, bless him, I'm sure he needs to listen. As I was saying, before we embark on this episode, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to all of you for sticking by and listening to this show and getting us over 2,000 downloads. Honestly, it is absolutely insane that we haven't even been doing this podcast a year and we're already at that number. So here's to 20k for 2022. Let's make it happen. Now, as all of you lovely listeners will know, at the end of every episode, I will leave it up to you to decide whether you believe said individual was in fact a dickhead of history. Now, it wouldn't be fair in the society that we live, breathe and operate in if I didn't allow you to see the other sides of said dickheads. Now, let's get this right. This isn't me praising or trying to excuse anything that they did. And I don't want any Karens coming at me, accusing me of backing Dow. Didn't I know that he was anti-Semitic? My cat's uncle Goldfish's stepbro is 213th Jewish and I'm actually really offended by you backing him. No. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not here to say racism is sick or is being physically abusive that bad. Instead, I'm allowing all of you to see a rounder picture of the person and truly give you the chance to decide what you think. But, Kian, how on earth are we going to tell you what we think? There's absolutely no way of contacting you. Well, that's why you're wrong, very small person with a very high-pitched voice. I will be allowing you to have your say on the individuals from this series on the Dickheads of History Facebook group, which, may I add, is also on over 100 followers now, so that you can tell me your opinion on all eight of this season's Dickheads. I'll also be posting daily polls on my Instagram, with my Instagram being, now say it with me, at c dot tookie and listen i know i say this every week but if you haven't listened to the other episodes of this season yet you're really going to need to hear those otherwise you won't have a scooby-doo what is going on in this week's episode so without further ado here are eight reasons one for each episode of the series for those who are a tiny bit confused behind why these individuals may not be seen as a dickhead of history Starting with the former Queen of England herself, it is no secret that Vicky absolutely balled it up when it came to being a mother, being acid-tongued and outright horrible to her children. But the reason behind why she was never able to build a healthy and stable relationship with her own children may have been due to how she was treated as a child. Firstly, she was never able to make a connection with her father, with him dying when she was just one years old. And as we know from the first episode of this series, her relationship with her mother wasn't great at all. 
As I've said previously, she had to hold her mum's hand everywhere she went and even shared a bathroom with her into her late teen years. It is also said that her mother simply could not handle her stubbornness, leading to what would often be many rows and fights. Her mother would also never let her out of her sight and she wasn't even allowed to go on play dates. I tell you what, this sounds very similar to the situation that Elsa faced in Frozen. I mean, I've never actually seen the film, but I'm just guessing. Queen Vicky even went on record for saying how she never found happiness until she was queen due to the lack of love and affection she received in her childhood. On to numero dos, and we have the mighty Mongolian tank that was Genghis Khan. Now, it's no secret that he was a fierce leader with his famous joy or die approach, meaning a couple of tens of millions met their death along the way. However, once he was able to solidify his empire, those he ruled over experienced unity, peace, stability and even trade, living in harmony amongst each other. I mean, of course, this was after a lot of bloodshed, but as I said, it's up for you to make your mind up. On to episode three, and we do, of course, have Michael Jackson. Now, anyone who listened to this episode would have known that I found this one a personally hard one to do, mainly because of the nature and the acts that were committed. As I said at the start, I'm not trying to justify or say what Jackson did was anywhere near acceptable, but there has been evidence shown as to why he may have believed what he was doing was not wrong. This comes since there have been many allegations made that Michael's father himself, Joe Jackson, would physically and emotionally abuse him regularly. This included forcing Michael to vomit, as well as sexually abusing Michael and his sisters. This in some ways makes sense and goes along with the idea of the cycle of abuse, with Michael being a victim too. As well as this, it was also claimed that Michael was chemically castrated in order to keep his high-pitched voice, meaning that he was never able to truly develop and seriously affected how he understood the world. On to number four. And we have... The King. Through episode four of the podcast, it soon became clear that when it came to ladies, Elvis didn't treat them with much respect. However, he may have developed this careless attitude and nature through losing the one woman he truly loved in his early 20s. This comes from sitting next to his mum while she died in a hospital bed, with her only being the age of 46, dying in August 1958. Many reports suggest that, along with the pressure that came with being one of the most recognised people on the planet, Elvis simply became dead inside. On to number five and it's time again for Sting Like a Butterfly and Float Like a Bee. In episode five we saw Ali become involved in some vile trash talk when coming to face opponents. A lot of the time this included a wide array of racial slurs. Again, not claiming that this was right for all you Karens who are getting their panties in a twist. But within the time periods that he was operating, this was a lot more normal. Ali himself faced a lot of racial injustice throughout his career. Much of this coming in his protest against the Vietnam War, where he claimed that he was a pacifist because of his religion and stood against the racial injustice of the amount of black men being brought home in body bags to America compared to white men. On to number six and we have our Christmas special. Bloody hell, it feels like that came out last year. We saw how John Lennon openly admitted to hitting women. However, when he did admit this, this was to the world and was done completely unprovoked. He had made the decision to openly admit that he was a woman abuser in his younger years. He went on to claim that he was a violent man who had learned how to control and regret his violence. What he did will never be right, but there's hope that since he was able to use his platform to admit the error of his ways, others can do the same. 
On to number seven and we have the good old Welshie who brought joy to many but maybe not to those around him. This may have been as a result of the family tragedy he suffered when he was just three years of age losing both his oldest sister and father in the same year of 1920, just a few months apart. This in turn can be seen as one of the reasons how Roald Dahl was never able to make those connections with the loved ones that surrounded him. And finally, on to number eight. And we have our final man of the hour. It is, of course, the good old Teddy Roosevelt. Now, in the last episode, he was outed for his agenda of creating the national parks in America to not be as pure and holy as they first seemed. However, it cannot be faulted that his creation of the US Forest Service has resulted in National Wildlife Refuge that is in place in every state in America to date, in turn protecting America's wildlife and environment for years to come. So there you have it. I have given you all the facts, given you the chance to see a more rounded view of all the individuals in each episode. And for one final time this season, it is up for you to decide if they were a dickhead of history now although we might be taking a break between seasons make sure you come out and check the facebook page where i'll be continually uploading content monday to friday in all the time that we're off and make sure you don't become a stranger come and tell me what you think do you like the layout of this episode or this season as a whole is there anything you want to change who would you like to see for the next season this is much as my show as your show i mean you're the people who are having to listen to my voice week in week out once again thank you for all the support and love that you've shown and i'll see you next time